This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as you listen to us all over the country on this very first day of February. Martha, is there any such thing as like February day? You know, we got May day, February day. And- you know, in Florida... February is known for strawberry season. Mm, so all things strawberry happen in Florida. And yes, you're welcome. The rest of the country, you get those wonderful little um, buckets of strawberries coming to your grocery Plant stores City, from Plant strawberry. City, Florida. And we go and consume quite a bit. So, so it's February 1st today from Ross Harrop of C12 Tampa Bay. Tomorrow, Tomorrow is, is, is the real holiday. Punxsutawney Phil, Groundhog Day. Now, yes. Come on. Any better movie uh, ever than no. uh, than Groundhog Day? I don't think it was any better, any more annoying. They 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 hit top <laughs> categories of both both of them. Yeah. Top categories. Yeah. Groundhog Day. But in I work for him. It kind of is a for a lot of people they can probably relate to the story of Groundhogs. Well, yeah, and it's going to be six more weeks of I work for him shows. All right. <laughs> Ross, <laughs> That's a prophetic word right there. Did you, you know, in your, all those years with the Boy Scouts, Ross, did you ever have one of those Groundhog Day moments? Uh, many, many. Really? Yeah. And, and, and I think so as we introduce our guests today, when we get to him in just a minute and, and we talk hold. about that, I, I think in, in our C12 group movement, there, there are companies that, that, over and over again, yeah. live out yeah. the, the the same issues uh, without w- without taking accountability for the change. And uh, we're going to talk uh, today about one of those groups that uh, not for profits. It really makes a difference. Excellent. They're not living the Groundhog Day. Uh, That's right. No, they're know, changing the world every day. All right, Martha. Before we get to our guest today and more, Ross Air from C12 Tampa Bay. Why don't you tell people how they connect with us online? Well, one of the things I want to highlight is we do have a YouTube channel. and um, other- Oh, that's where all my dancing videos are. I hope not. Uh, no, I, you don't have the password. I <laughs> promise all of our listeners that that is true. Um, but, any- <laughs> but anyway, I don't on our you YouTube channel. We need counseling. We often, after the show, we'll do a little um, highlight just talking about what we just learned. And often we are just amazed by the guests that we have on the show, aren't we, Jim? I'm and amazed. And the things that we learn um, our little t- takeaway nuggets. And we just hope that that helps intrigue people to then go back and listen to the podcast if they miss the show. So check us out on our YouTube channel. I work for him. I work for him.com. That's I work the number four him.com. And you can get links to our YouTube channel right from our website, right? They sure can. All right. Okay. But shout out all over to Tampa Bay, all over to Jacksonville and the first coast coast and all over coastal Virginia. Thanks for tuning in today. And for those of you listening to the podcast all around the world, just know you're always prayed for before we start this broadcast. Women's health care, especially in a time of crisis, where do they go to get honest counseling in their best interest? Where do they go to have a safe place outside of the hospital to give birth? What about recovering from an abortion done in the past? New Life Solutions was founded in 1985 with the sole purpose of serving women in need of a loving touch and honest answers. But what does this have to do with faith and work, you're asking? Most of us work alongside women. Many of those women are in need of a place, a safe place to get godly answers to life's tough circumstances. New Life Solutions is that place. Just recently, a major, major transition has happened in New Life Solutions here 
in Tampa Bay, where Saul Pichon stepped aside to focus on community relations and development, and a new leader took Saul's place and took the reins of New Life Solutions. Charles DeMarco is the new CEO. Today, you're going to hear from his heart how his years in the fitness industry prepared him for the reins at New Life Solutions. And of course, all of this is made possible by Ross Harrop with the C12 Group right here in Tampa Bay. Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay has made it possible by bringing in a couple of his uh, members this week to share their stories. And we're always grateful to hear C12 stories because we know they're making, they're, they're helping people build bigger companies for the kingdom. No, better companies for the kingdom, companies for a higher purpose. <laughs> what is it, Ross? What Help is it, Ross Harrop? <laughs> How about, let's try this, building great businesses for a greater purpose. And that greater purpose would be kingdom companies. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Ross Harrop, give us a little plug on C12. Why should the business owners and leaders listening there today, why should they consider C12 and who is actually the perfect fit? The ideal candidate is that individual who has heard the Sunday morning sermon. And then on Monday morning, they're facing the same madness that they did a week ago, mm-hmm. talking about the Groundhog Day uh, dilemma. And and so what we do is to work alongside in a roundtable experience, because C12 stands for the Christian 12. We figure if it worked for Jesus, it would mm-hmm. work for the business uh, individuals as well. So we bring 12 men and women together and they spend an entire day. Yes, an entire day working on their business because we know as Charles is very good working in his business that to take one day a month to step back and work on their business and then to hold each other accountable with the challenges that you're facing in your own business. So that individual who wants to grow their business and would like to know how to do that in a with a biblical worldview, or we like to say a God worldview. Mm, I love that. Charles DeMarco, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, thank you very much, Jim and Martha. It is a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. Well, I hope you feel that way at the end of the show, after we've asked you all these really tough questions. <laughs> Charles, we always ask all the first-time guests on our show how they became a Jesus follower. How did you become a Jesus follower? Mm, that is a great question, and did it shows God's work in my life of putting people in your life that that influence you and really i can go back to the year it was 1982 and i was in eighth grade and i would be hanging out with my friends spending the night at each other's house and his parents would say if you're going to spend the night at my house you're going to church with us on a, on a saturday night you're going to church with us on sunday started going to church with them hearing god's word preached pretty soon my mom and dad started going and uh we put our faith in christ heard the gospel message, studying his word, studying the scriptures, and really took off and grew from there. But it was through the influence of some friends that the Lord really put in my life and encouraging me. So a sleepover led to a going to church. Love that. Hey, can't come here on a Saturday night if you're not going to church the next morning, buddy. That's right. I love that. Now, I really, I, I'm thinking back and thinking, okay, and the really strategic part would be for a parent to say, but Saturday night's the only night that's going to work. <laughs> exactly. So it's got to be that. <laughs> All right. So at what point in time did you realize that your faith should be intricately connected with your work? Mm, yes. When I, early on in my career, starting to understand that foundation that God owns it all and that we are stewards and introducing that even in, in the more uh, consumer facing corporate centric environments that I've been in these very for profit uh, 
retail-esque environments, uh, still embracing what God says about how we should operate day to day, whether that is um, engaging with our employees, engaging with our customers, that encouragement of how we should treat them, but understanding that he plays a part, not just in a little bit, the entire thread of all that we do is his. It's his work. I love the verse in Colossians, whatever we do, do our work heartily as for the Lord, not for man, because it's the Lord Christ whom we serve. No matter what we do, we're serving him. That's good. A lot of people have heard that verse, Ross Eric, but they don't know what to do with it. You know, what I think is exciting is when we have our 12 men and women sitting around the table, we we have the a wide scope of of spiritual maturity. So Charles joined back in, in November. Saul went to another C12 group. So they're both involved. They get to hear the same message, the same material. The, this month is about innovation or this past month was on innovation. And now what did you hear, Charles? What did you hear, Saul? And to their, what we call key players, their middle managers who heard the same thing. Now, what are we going to do with it? But what you heard was a mature man of God who's sitting at the table and with 11 others, and then they get to, to share experiences. Well, how do you think we should handle this issue that a particular company is is facing? And uh, and so that's really, that's exciting because I think Charles is the exception of someone that comes to C12 with this rich spiritual uh, experience that dates back to 1982. Well, uh, how, how come Char- Saul had to give up his old group and move to a new group and, and uh, Charles got his spot? It, it was that what turned out was for geographic mm-hmm. uh, ease, one uh, it, at East Lake Woodlands is like five minutes from uh, Saul's house. And uh, the Bayou Club is five minutes from uh, from uh, from Charles' group, home. And Works so this was real for convenience was mm-hmm. was it. And uh, and again. Saul is a pioneer that likes to start new groups. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All right, you're listening to I Work for him as Martha and I are on location. New Life Solutions here in Tampa Bay. Can't wait for you to hear the story of the brand new CEO, Charles DeMarco, and how the Lord led him here. Because Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay, this has been, I mean, New Life Solutions, Saul Pitchon's been in your group the whole six and a half years that you've been leading your group, right? Yeah, I, and he's With in- my group for, for six and a half years, but he's been a member for over a decade right. uh, as well. But he, they have been praying because martha and i know saul well they've been praying for the perpetuation plan the new leadership for years how i mean you guys i'm sure have talked about it at c12 i mean how long was saul preparing to do this transition it's interesting that about three years ago we had a day or a month that we were featuring on succession planning and what does that mean and i remember this was before saul was really actively uh pursuing this with the board they had talked about it loosely but saul took this so personally and just taking all of this information that that c12 was sharing Mm -hmm. now what's the application to us at new life solutions and uh and and as you'll find out uh during the show as charles shares the story is charles demarco is the man that god held up and was just affirmed in 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 several different lives of different people that were involved in uh new life solutions and uh and then uh, and I'll leave the rest for for Charles to tell but his family his wife's family 
My goodness, his wife's family has roots in the uh, New Life Solution uh, early days. So it's a, it's exciting story. So Charles DeMarco, you have become the CEO of New Life Solutions, which people can find online, newlifesolutions.org, newlifesolutions.org. You have a retail background. I mean, you were in the fitness world. How did God prepare you for running a ministry solely focused on the ministry to women in crisis? For the most part. Abortion recovery also is dealing with the men, as we talked about last week with PassagesOfHope.org. But talk to us. I mean, how was God preparing you all those years? Mm, Yes. Well, I was introduced to the pro-life movement when I met my wife in 1996. We were married in 97, so we've been married 22 years this year. But I was introduced to New Life Solutions at the time, the, the Pregnancy Center of Pinellas County in 1996. Her and her family were very involved, and I started to see their passion. And um, my father-in-law was actually on the board of what is now New Life Solutions of the Pinellas County Pregnancy Center. Hmm. In fact, the gentleman who served as their first president and CEO before Saul, a gentleman by the name of Raul Reyes, my in-laws and my father-in-law was on the board that helped bring him aboard. And so it's been this thread throughout our entire life. Now, even though I've been working in a more... Uh, consumer-facing industry, very corporate side. This was always a a thread. We would participate in the walks. We would support New Life Solutions. Saul would come to my church. I've been at the same church for 30 years now. And Saul would come every year and talk about the Walk for Life. And we we would get involved. I had the opportunity, even in 2015, to sit down with Saul and talk about some opportunities within to serve at New Life Solutions, talk to their board and their staff. And at the time, and this is, again, God's providential timing in all things. At the time, it didn't work, work out. And we thought, well, that's interesting. But, you know, I trust the Lord. Absolutely. And sure enough, in 2018, one night, the chair of our board, she woke up and, and knowing that they're in the middle of the succession plan thought process, thought we need to circle back with Charles DeMarco. She got up to call Saul. The phone rings. It's Saul. And Saul was calling her as well. And he said, you know, I'm calling you because I think we should circle back with Charles DeMarco. <laughs> and it's just an amazing, his, his timing in all things is perfect. You know, rarely early, never late and perfect timing. But it's been this thread. So we've been supportive and we've been where God has called us to be at the appropriate time. Mm-hmm. And we felt God's calling at this point and joined in August of 2018. So I would love, um, you know, number one, that's just very encouraging for listeners who think, you know, I don't understand God's timing. No, we don't always understand it. But once we get that opportunity to get a glimpse at it later, we mm-hmm. see how he works together the pieces. And so your life is a testimony to that. And he continues to be writing that. One of the things I love is this whole conversation about perpetuation and transition, because um we all know that there's, you know, especially in leadership of organizations, that leader can't sustain forever and not in that role when things change and there's a need for that. And so I'd love to hear a little bit about what that has looked like for you. And obviously, as a part of that, you have um, incorporated C12 into your um, training as well. So tell us about that. Sure. Well, God is a God of order. He likes order in all things. There's succession planning has been going on for so long, whether it's in uh, corporate world, in ministry, in churches. I have been part of groups that have done it well, and I've also witnessed things where it doesn't go so well. Mm -hmm. 
So when we look at the scriptures too, when you look at succession planning, probably the best model that we can operate under is when you look at John the Baptist and Jesus. And you look at John the Baptist saying, you know what? I'm at a point where it's about less of me, more of him. Less of me, more of him. And sure enough, uh, there comes that point in time where John baptizes Jesus, kind of begins his formal ministry. Mm -hmm. But you know what I love? You read a couple chapters later, when Jesus is out baptizing now, he's in his formal ministry. You see John baptizing too. He didn't disengage. He was still doing what he was called to do. Mm. What a testimony to Saul. He's still actively involved in what we're doing at New Life Solutions. I am being mentored by him. I always tell him I'm like a sponge. He's still called doing what he's doing, just as we see in the scriptures too. And for me, what that looks like is I always equate it to this metaphor of a relay race. And I mention this only because, and I'll never forget the day that I was with my two boys, and it was 2008, it was the Summer Olympics, and we're watching the men and women, highly vaunted teams favored to win, both drop the baton Mm. within 30 minutes on the same track, disqualified. And I thought, wow, what an example that is of being prepared. For example, Saul, as the incoming runner of a relay race, has far more experience on this particular track than the outgoing runner. But he's got specific responsibilities. He needs to be very intentional about handing that baton off. He has to purpose to do it. He sees the big picture of the race, of our ministry. The outgoing runner, which is me, has less experience on this particular track, but needs to give a good target, Hmm. needs to be teachable, needs to be intentional on receiving but just like in a relay race there's a period of time where the incoming runner and that outgoing runner run together at the same time Mm. in fact when you and i watch a relay race it um we only notice it if it's fumbled or dropped when it's done smooth you don't even notice the baton take handoff takes place in fact i always say The race isn't even about the runners. It's about the baton. So for me, the baton is the ministry of New Life Solutions. We are preparing New Life Solutions for growth, not just to survive and thrive in 2019 and years later, but for generations Mm. later. Saul and I are just servants called to run at this particular time. Mm. And we're going to hear lots more of that story. But Ross Harrop, you work with dozens of people business professionals each and every day at, as part of the C12 group, as being a chair for C12group.com, C12TampaBay.com. How often have you witnessed, in six and a half years, I know you've witnessed several already business transitions. Um, that are How often do they look as smooth as what has gone on here at uh, New Life Solutions? Well, we've had some guests on here. And featured C12 companies, Digital South is uh, uh, with Dave White passing the baton to Brett Shadrick. They have done it extremely well. But what's what's noticeable in uh, and notable in, in New Life Solutions case is there's no ego. There's no ego of, of the of the men there. They are passing that baton because of the commitment to ministry and it's not about the 21 years that Saul 
has as given then so that he's in the spotlight and stepping away. No, these are two men running together. And that is an amazing analogy. <clears throat> Charles, that you first shared at the, at the gala uh, back last November, and they have run the race so well. Charles comes in not trying to prove himself as this, this, uh, this man who has, has really done great things in, in the world of mergers and acquisitions in the, in the fitness industry, but just as the man that has been called by God to, to take on the next responsibility in, in conjunction with, uh, with Saul Pichon. And they've done extremely well. But because of the, of the, the effort that we put into succession planning, we have, we have um, many cases across the C12 world because we prepared them to do it well. And because they're godly men and godly women, we see it done uh, equally well. So you're working on, I mean, perpetuation planning is, is a topic of conversation often within a C12 roundtable. Well, Charles said it so well in the beginning of the show. He recognizes that God owns the company. And so what we're doing is recognizing our our roles as as business leaders, as stewards. So then if it's God's company, we want to pass it on to another man that or woman that God has called. Ross Harrell, you know, as we said at the beginning of the show, today's February 1st, which is a great day. But tomorrow's Groundhog's Day. Let's just deal with that groundhog. I mean, a lot of people are like they, they feel like when they go to work. It's the same thing over and over again. Yet, if we are all kingdom-minded when we go to work, our attitude should be different. It shouldn't be the same old, same old, because life is never the same day to day. Well, we like to talk about kingdom companies, and you do a lot on the broadcasts talking about kingdom companies versus Christian companies. Now, Charles and Saul, they are part of a Christian company because everyone that works there signs a, a statement of faith. But the typical company, we like to... To describe as a kingdom company, Christ-centered, God-honoring, and uh, they're going to have employees uh, that that come from different backgrounds, those of uh, the Christian faith, some of other faiths, uh, walks, and some with that don't believe in God at all, and yet they get to do it under the auspices of of a, of a kingdom company that says, "Here's our vision, here's our mission, here are our core values." Would you like to be part of that? Would you like us to? Would you like to help us deliver whatever that product or service is uh, with a C twelve uh, company uh, mindset? So, if somebody is interested and intrigued, they've heard about C twelve on this show fifty plus times in the last five and a half years, probably sixty plus times, and they're like, "But I, I don't know if it's a good fit for me." They can call you and find out whether it's a good fit or not, right? Yeah, they they do. Just reach out at c twelve tampa bay dot com, and uh, we'll. Invite them to come to one of the, the groups that, uh, whether it be in Pinellas County, whether it be in any of the other neighboring um, yeah, they're uh, in counties. Sarasota, Manatee, they're, they're up in uh, Hillsborough and yeah, Hillsboro, Pasco, Pasco. Uh, yeah. Polk County, too, in Lakeland. Polk County, exactly. And, so, and up in Jacksonville, we got our listener audience in Jacksonville, too. Exactly. Yeah. Bob Shell is doing a great job up in. Are you guys in up that, in Norfolk, uh, Virginia, that area, too? Yes, well, sure. That, that, uh, that brand uh, new audience up there can take advantage, too. We, we would look forward to making a connection because we'd invite them to come to a group experience, that, that one-day experience, so that they can, can see if this is something that they would like to connect with. <clears throat> Other men and women 
who have similar values and are on this same journey as that's this what I call the kingdom journey. And uh, we'll get them connected. Charles DeMarco, what Ross just said, just freaked out all of the business owners and leaders who aren't involved in C12 group. Just, he, they just freaked them out a whole day in a roundtable group. Yet, as we have interviewed people across the country who are involved in C12, they say it's the most valuable day in their work lives. And it's the greatest investment they've ever made. You've only gotten to go to three meetings so far, right? That is correct. But you're and you're at the same time trying to learn the names of all the people in your organization. <laughs> you got nine or ten locations, I think, across Tampa Bay. How are how do you feel about that day? That is that. The, and I've in my career, I've always been concerned about the return on investment. ROI, absolutely. And this time spent that day returns heavily on investment. The time away is multiplied, and it's honored because of the productivity. And innovation that could be introduced. For example, you know, I've been part of other groups before, different roundtables, business leader groups, but I'm already seeing the complete difference with C12 in that you have this, this Christian-focused CEO peer advisory group, as well as that, that key player group as well. However, there's some very practical and tangible core competencies that are dialogued and processed that you could immediately implement. And here's what I'm talking about. When I, I think of two sides. I think of the qualitative side of activities. And I think of things like improving how we serve those in our organization and those that we serve outside of our organization, that the whole servant leadership concept, the organizational development concern for any leader in any organization. You're looking for that synergy and that actively engaged workforce. That's what C12 helps to navigate through. The impact on the culture. Culture culture eats strategy for breakfast every day. You need a strategy. <laughs> you need a business plan. You need a marketing plan. Absolutely. Say that again. <laughs> but culture eats strategy for breakfast every day because that's where it starts. But then also you have the quantitative side. And for all of those that are concerned with all of the metrics, those KPIs, those key performance indicators, it's results driven. Oh, the goal is to improve on all of the metrics. For example, as an organization, you get what you measure. If you're not measuring things, you can't manage it. So we talk about metrics, how they apply, how we can apply them. And so we talk about how that drives the ministry forward. And again, I'm going to go back to scripture. Proverbs 27:17 talks about iron sharpening iron. If you want some sharp iron, attend C12. Because here you're getting this fellowship, you're getting this engagement you're encouraging, you're praying for one another, and the results, and again, what a blessing, the results are far more than your business, than your ministry. It will impact every relationship in your life, your relationship with your spouse, your kids, your family, your coworkers, everything. So thank you for all of that, because I think it's really important for our listeners to hear and absorb. And from somebody who's only been to three meetings because of just being new into your position, I want to talk about, you said it impacts all the relationships in your life. C12, we love to hear how C12 impacts marriage because um, that, for us, we believe that is a key element that is often missed in other roundtable situations because, um, you know, with the, with the godly perspective, marriage is a huge part of our life. What in the few short meetings that you've been to have you seen make an impact on your marriage? Yes, yes. And, and you know, right off the bat, at each of these meetings, we talk about how are we doing in all these areas? Mm. And, and you, yes, you have all these core competencies from a, a business perspective. But we also talk about your relationship, your relationship with your spouse, 
marriage, you talk about rest. And, but what I've seen is that communication and priorities, and it's the, we, you know, we put God first. Number two is our marriage, is our marriage and our family. And then our, our work, our, our ministry, as important as that is, it still ranks three, mm-hmm. but it's all about priorities and perspective. In my mind, it actually ranks four because your marriage should come before your kids. Your kids need to know your marriage is more of a priority than they are. Otherwise, they end up thinking that the world revolves around them. So really, work is four. That is correct. You know, I always joke, Jim, this is, I always joke about this. I'm like, you know, kids, um, as we look through scripture in the Garden of Eden, you know, everything was good, good. And then it was very good. And it was a stamp of approval, right? There weren't any kids there yet. So they're a great compliment. They're a great compliment. But marriage is first. And here's why. Marriage is a direct representation of how Christ loved the church. It's a physical manifestation of his love for us. Mm -hmm. Our kids are watching our marriage to see exactly how husbands treat wives, wives treat husbands. And that's why it's so important. And one of the things we talk about in, in the C12 group peer experience is that this concept of priorities and, and the, the slogan is, priorities are what we do. Everything else is just talk. And God doesn't ask Charles to work those 80-hour weeks. Now, there are times uh, right be- around the gala and a per- the, perhaps the walk where, where things are, you know, certainly heavily balanced toward, toward the work experience. But God is not asking you to put your work before your wife, your spouse, your your. Uh, your kids. And so we talk a lot about that. And that's why we go through that, what we call the, the snapshot or of your life uh, on a monthly basis to say, how are you doing? Last month, you said you were going to, you're going to have a date night with your husband or your, your wife. And how'd you do? And, and holding accountability for that. And uh, sometimes we'll even say to the, to the members, okay, so what happens if your spouse was here? Would they say that you have good balance? Do you ever offer to call the spouse and just verify what they're saying? There are times when that needs to be done. You know, I was just thinking that, though, you had said um, previously that uh, C12 really is looking for organizations that want to grow, and that's growing in a lot of different ways. So what sets, how do you guys set it up so that you are, um, it's not stagnant, that not, you're not coming back month after month and the people are saying, yeah, I didn't improve in any of those over and over and over again. So, How do you? Yeah, so she's asking Ross, "What's your butt kicking mechanism?" <laughs> Charles, you've uh, you've been part of it now for three months. Where you're looking, we're looking at accountability, and uh, so why don't you just speak into what it's meant for you, knowing you're going to come back on the second Wednesday of of uh, February. Charles DeMarco with New Life Solutions. Now you can answer that question. Uh. Want to make sure people knew who we're talking to today. <laughs> yes, yes. No, the accountability is, is big because you're with this peer group. Who, who do hold you accountable. And this is a good thing. We, we need to have that. And we do have these progress reports. We do talk about opportunities for us to improve in all of these different areas, that being one of them. There's little subgroups that can be created that will meet together offline. So you're seeing friendships be created, these kind of accountability partners, if you will, in certain areas. But it, what it does is it's the equivalent of kind of cleaning that windshield. It provides this focus and clarity about these priorities. Like we said, you know, after... After serving God in our relationship with the Lord, our spouse is number one right after that. Like you were saying, then the kids then work. And those priorities are embraced by C12. 
they're not just talked about, but that's how it starts with every meeting about these priorities. Because how well those go will absolutely impact your business, your ministry. Mm. Well, you know, and think that that's just encouraging because a lot of people think you're spending all this time, you're you're setting apart a day. Let's make sure we're really moving forward and that there's progress in all that's happening. So that's what you're seeing. You know, Charles was talking about this this one day a month. We like to say that's working on your business because Charles is really good. I'm working in uh. the business of New Life Solutions and and the, all of the the different um, organization underneath their umbrella. So he's really good at working in it. So we need to take this day just to step aside mm-hmm. one day a month and just say, how are we doing in this area? And uh, where am I going to work to improve? And maybe it's on the marriage part. Maybe it's on the key performance indicators. Uh, Maybe it's listening to another company who has faced a similar issue. And this is what I learned and how you might apply it to your situation. And what's amazing, you may come away with something in that conversation. It has nothing to do with what they're talking about, but the Holy Spirit may prompt you to be, think, because you're actually quiet, you're shut up, you can actually listen. He's (laughs) like, hey. This is what I've been trying to tell you, but now that you're quiet, I can actually get it through to you. That was the famous voice of Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay, C12TampaBay.com. Ross Harrop. It's good to uh, to be with you, Jim and Martha, and to have any opportunity to talk to Charles because we, we know about New Life Solutions and the great work they do through their uh, various pregnancy centers on both sides of the bay. But I'd like Charles to talk just a moment of, about the family of ministries, uh, one of, of which has affected our family personally. We had our uh, first grandchild uh, born there uh, here locally at, at the birthing center um, 22 months ago. And another one, This we're doing our part, Charles, I want you to know, <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the birthing center in, in June. But so tell folks about that and, and the other uh, ministries uh, that, that you oversee. Thank you. Well, New Life Solutions is an umbrella brand for a whole host of brands and life-affirming family of ministries. And, and first, our vision at New Life Solutions is to have a world that is abortion-free, salvation-full, discipled, and healed. And so all of our ministries embrace some of these core competencies of that vision statement. For example, we always like to say we're everything from prevention through post and everything in between. So what I mean by that is on the prevention side, we have a ministry more to life that goes out into the schools, public schools, private schools, Christian schools, and teaches as part of the curriculum, abstinence, how choices impact your future, whether it's about sex or drugs or alcohol, social media, bullying. So they're trying to get on the front end of things to prevent these choices that are cumulative in nature. And we end up seeing in a lot of our other ministries, the results of poor choices. So we're so thankful for Mortal Life, who is celebrating their 20 year anniversary and has reached over 170,000 students mm. since inception. Fabulous. We do have our four, a, a woman's place medical clinics, our, our pregnancy centers, if you will, where we have discipleship classes. We do the free sonograms and STD testing. Certainly we've seen Close to 500 babies saved last year. We're Mm -hmm. so excited about that. In and amongst all the spiritual warfare, I want to acknowledge and celebrate the wins. And we are really purposing to make a difference. One of our goals is to grow. You know, my background is in mergers and acquisitions, and we want to continue to grow 
not for our kingdom or ego, but for his glory. We are working to impact the kingdom. If we could help others, we will help others. Whatever it takes to save lives, save souls, and impact the kingdom. Passages of Hope, who you're familiar with as well, are abortion grief recovery. You cannot have a conversation about our pregnancy centers and, and talk about abortion, which the statistics are alarming. We've seen laws passed recently. We see numbers like 60 million abortions since 1973. In the hour, perhaps, that we'll spend together on average, there'll be 120 abortions in the United States, one every 30 seconds. Mm. That's a lot of weight, a lot of noise, a lot of spiritual warfare. But you can't have these conversations without talking about passages of hope. There's forgiveness. There's healing. Our God is a God of restoration and wholeness. And there is another side to that. You know, in talking to Saul, Saul always talks about there's a lot of people in our churches today absolutely going to heaven, but not enjoying the journey. Mm. And passages of hope. that true? Yeah. Passages of hope provides that process. They're forgiven, absolutely. But they start to reconcile and go through that process to know that there is restoration. They can remove that guilt Mm -hmm. and shame. We're so thankful for passages. Breath of Life is our birth center. And as Ross mentioned, he was a part of, part of that and um, w- where we have natural childbirth in Shepherd's Village, our residential housing for single moms, which is, which is meeting a, a significant impact where we talk about impacting two generations at a time, both the mom that is there and the children that are there as they're getting this new normal for them. You know, we have the Walk for Life, one of the largest in the country. This year it will be on May 11th. It's always Mother's Day weekend yeah. and May 11th, Saturday, May 11th. And if people want to support that, that is a wonderful way to get up to be a part of this movement. You know, the thing that, that, that I wanted to capture there and as we talked about abortions, and I know that, that, that that's one of those topics and this isn't a political show, but with what has happened in New York this, this past week yeah. and that, Charles, confirm this for me. This is a sad statistic. There are more babies aborted in New York City each year than are born in New York mm. City. Now, in a state that just made that those just changed their laws to make that even looser, I can't even mm. imagine. But the work that's being done here in in, in the greater Tampa Bay area is amazing, Charles. So I just mm. want to say thank mm. you for the ministry yes. that you're, you're doing. So, Charles, you were brought in as the new CEO of New Life Solutions. As we talk with Charles DeMarco, new CEO of New Life Solutions, newlifesolutions.org, Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay. You were brought in not only to run an organization that's grown over the last 33 years, but also to grow its influence nationwide. How is C12 a key to that. How is being a member in a C12 group, c12group.com, how is that key to your growth initiative across the country? Because we need powerfully influencing pregnancy center organizations across our country in every major metropolitan area. Yes. Well, here's the way I look at it. Do we want to just survive or do we want to thrive? The core competencies that we are talking about processing and, and at C12, and that's just the start of it, those absolutely help our vision and mission. We do want to grow in a host of ways. From New Life Solutions perspective, whether that is through brick and mortar locations, through the use of technology, creating a training center of excellence where we can equip and train other centers nationally in 
best practices where we can learn from each other, this idea of unity and this idea of collaboration. Well, this is where C12 fits in because these core competencies, what we do at New Life Solutions is we, after the meeting, get together and talk about we, processing. And you say we, we know you and Saul, as we've mentioned before, you're both in groups, but you've got other people in C12 groups too. You have, you have key players. That is correct. So how many people do you have in C12 groups? Right. We have about six of our team involved in, in the group. In addition to Saul and myself, we have about four other of our team involved in key players. So what we'll do, we'll set maybe like kind of like a lunch and learn time at the end of the month and we'll review and process all of the information and we will begin to implement things. Wow. This last topic was on innovation. We talked about how can we be more innovative in the way that we communicate with our clients and with those that come along to support us, whether it's in the business community or with churches or pastors or anyone else that comes alongside of us to support. What's a key player, Ross? Key player are those management uh, people that uh, and can be by they're different not the titles. Owner, they're not the leader. Could, yeah, it could be. It could be a vice president. It could be a. a a director of a uh, one of the departments, and that's what what Charles has. And the interesting thing is that Charles will say to his folks, "So, what did you hear as to how we might use that concept of innovation?" And it's amazing, is it not, Charles? When they'll say, "Well, I think that this is our weakness," and you go, "Really." So as the CEO, he might think it's one of their strengths. Um, sometimes we're talking about uh, HR issues and and we have built a culture of trust. And so we'll ask a, a series of questions, a survey, if you will. And uh, Charles will answer it and then Saul will answer it. And then these uh, various departments had. And it's amazing uh, the difference of, of, of thought. And then they can look at that and say, well, what do we do with this? Mm. How do we apply it? It's so, an openness on on the part of the, the leadership, really. Is that hard to take? I mean, you've got four people. This is four to two. So four people that are key players, two of you that are in leadership. Is it hard to take when people go, they, had a, they come away with a completely different perspective than you did? Oh, it's wonderful. Actually, it's a great idea. Again, we talk about this iron sharpening iron, the collaboration. And again, our directors, our key players, they're in the day-to-day tactical of what they are doing. There are some things that they're doing that I need to be aware of, but they have the more intimate knowledge of the day-to-day process. So for us to be able to get together and in a very intentional way, process, and begin to look for ways to implement, we all learn for that. So speak to that just for a minute here for our listeners in encouraging them to not only consider C12 for maybe themselves or their organization, but maybe they're a key player and they say, I will... I would like this for our organization. Um, Speak to him at the value and the benefit of it. Sure, sure. Again, I'm going to go back to surviving versus thriving. Mm. I would ask them, do you want to survive or thrive? Because if you do want to thrive, not only in your business or ministry, not only in those KPIs, but in all of the interpersonal relationships, the culture, that engine that is driving your organization, again, to quote what we were talking about, culture will eat strategy every day. It begins with the culture. If you want to thrive in your relationship with the Lord and set your compass on the true north, and you still operate even in a for-profit business perspective or in a ministry, you would want to join C12. Excellent. We got to do a future show uh, after you and Saul have had a year working together to see what that transition, how, how has it really all played out and how has C12 made it so much easier? Ross Harp with C12 Tampa Bay, thank you so much for arranging this today. It's uh, great to, uh, to feature 
one of the not-for-profits that is doing such a great job. Charles DeMarco with New Life Solutions. Thank you for being on the air today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And we appreciate you all listening to I Work For Him this afternoon. Make sure you check out New Life Solutions online, newlifesolutions.org, c12group.com, nationally, c12tampabay.com, right here in Tampa Bay. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplaces are mission field, but ultimately, I I Work work For him. Him. 